Quantum Kickflip is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. grows brighter and the heat around you intensifies. A tongue of flame lashes through the opening, soon joined by another and another, until what appears to be a great towering beast composed entirely of fire forms before you. This fire elemental is large, much bigger than the spectator. It thunders in a language that sounds like the cracking of logs and the roar of an inferno. All this to say, it sounds angry. Oh, man. Oh, and you know what? It goes... Doesn't go next. Errol goes next, but it goes pretty soon after Errol. Oh no! Oh no! Good gosh! An elemental, a new enemy. Er- Errol's gonna 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 try and take a shot at it. All right, go ahead. Sixteen plus seven is twenty-three. Twenty-three hits. That'll be eight damage. Eight piercing damage. Uh, is your bow magical? No. All right. So you see that it uh it it hits. It definitely hits and it does damage, but it doesn't do as much damage as you thought it was going to do. Almost like there's some sort of resistance to damage from non-magical weapons. Oh. All right. Uh, are you going to do anything else on your turn? Is your weasel want to go? Uh Fesling is going to I-, I call him back to my side. And he comes trotting over still with with a chunk of chunk of spectator in his mouth. He's not going to attack again. No, I, I need to take an action to make him attack. Oh. Oh, it's like an either-or thing. Yeah. All right, uh, Fire Elemental is going to go now. Oh, no. It um, it moves towards you, towards everybody, and it... Ah, so it's going to uh, make a touch attack where it just kind of, like, moves its hand forward and touches, uh, and it's going to go after Guy. What? Well, actually... That's me, though. It's going to go after Errol as well. It gets two attacks. It's going to go after each of you. No but. All right. Um, Mrs. Guy. Oh, that's good. And uh, with Errol, does a 21 hit? It does. It definitely does. All right. Uh, eight fire damage and you ignite. Huh? I what now? So you are on fire. Ah! Whoa. Ah! Ah! You you really sound like you're on fire. That's a good job. Good role playing. Thanks, that's what I'm trying to impart onto the audience. <laughs> All right. Riley, you should use your water magic. I'm last in the initiative. It's Wilton's turn now, and he uh, is not looking too happy about the uh, giant fiery thing in front of him. So he is going to make a ranged attack at it. Don't forget he's blessed. Oh, he is blessed. That's right. Thank you. Uh, He misses, though. Mm. Even with the bless. And as a bonus action, he's going to use help and and give advantage to Craven. Can Can you see Craven? Oh. Well, if he can't see Craven, I don't... Then I guess he'll give advantage to Guy. 
Oh. Oh, man. And Guy, it's your turn now. Ah, that's my turn. Okay. Um, here's a question. Is, uh, is this, uh, spectator eye guy, um, within ten feet of the, uh, fire guy? Like, not my guy, fire guy, but the, just, like, the regular monster fire guy. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. First of all, I want to say, like, uh. Uh, well, I, this makes as much sense. I should have said this at the start. But I'm going to say to the the, the eye monster, I'm going to like eyes to see you. Because remember, anyways, I, I cast a spell. It's a recipe uh, known as grease, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping because if it's grease, like cooking grease, it should light up pretty well. So I'd like to put the ten uh, foot square. Uh, that would hopefully connect the fire elemental to the spectator and then it will spread the fire over and uh, of course uh, I guess the other thing is each uh, creature standing in its area must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or or fall prone Um, that's great except the spectator floats sure yeah okay but uh, at least does the fire elemental have to like Avoid falling? Oh, yeah. No, that's a good point. Okay. Oh, no. Actually, it does not. It is immune to prone. Sweet. Oh, no. Oh, no. But does the, does the grease light up uh, and then hopefully set the spectator on fire? Again, the grease is on the ground and the spectator is floating. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Huh. I'm sorry, guys. I thought it, I thought this was a really great plan. I guess, like, the fire is just under... The spectator, it's like roasting them underneath. Like a s'more. Yeah, the grease catches on fire. That absolutely happens, but the spectator is floating above, so. We just need to knock him down. Wait, does anyone have any flour? If you you were to throw a bunch of flour on top of this kitchen fire, I know you're not supposed to do that because that would be really dangerous and it would blow up all over the place. I probably do have some flour, um... But I, I've already used my action. I know, I know that, so I can't do that yet. Craven, it's your turn. You are hidden. Uh, can I use cunning action and fast hands to steal some flour from Guy? I guess. Okay. I'm going to roll my side of hand now. Okay. Oh, okay. I rolled an 18 plus 6, so that's a 24. All right. You successfully steal fire. Uh, flour. <laughs> cool. Um, and then, uh, can I, uh, 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 burst from the shadows and, uh, uh, okay, I want to burst from the shadows and then I want to stab the, um, the spectator and then throw the flower like, like a bomb on the fire. Can can, I do that? You can throw the flower or you can stab it. You can do one or the other. Oh, okay. Um, well, I did just steal the flower, but I am hiding. I can use my sneak attack. I'm gonna stab the spectator. All right, roll an advantage. Nice. Okay. Uh, a four and a one. So four plus six is ten. Yeah, you uh, you missed. You do not hit him. Okay. I guess I already used my cunning action, so I can't hide again, huh? Yep. Ah, nuts. Okay. So I'm out in the open, and I have the flower in one hand and the dagger in the other and I'm up against the spectator and wait if you're up against the spectator aren't you on fire what no why would I be on fire I'm not near the fire elemental no because the grease the grease, square. the grease square underneath the spectator is on fire but that was targeting the spec oh 
Uh-oh. Yeah, you're standing in a square full of flames. And wait, if you're on fire and you're holding the flower, does that mean the flower also ignites? Yeah, but it just ignites back in your face. Oh no, am I blowing up? You're um, you're going to take five fire damage and ignite. Uh, Craven uh, uh, cries out, uh, Ah, the pain! The pain! Ah, 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 ah. We're both on fire now, we're both ignited. Ah, we're on fire ah, and it's... Ah. Uh, the most painful thing I've ever experienced, second only to my tragic past. Ah. Oh, man, I want to know what this tragic past is. It'll be so good. I know, right? I bet it's awesome. All right, uh, Gwendolyn, it is your turn, but you are confused. So I'm going to roll a d10. Or no, I'm going to roll a d8 to determine who you hit. Oh, no. You actually uh, hit the spectator with your next attack. Oh, oh good nice. job! Make it a good one. Awesome. Good roll flame. Good roll flame. And you're blessed. Well, if if this is my one opportunity, because I'm confused and and you know I I might not get another chance, then I'm gonna you know make this one count. And so sh- I, I hold my great axe aloft um, above my head, uh, and I take a running start, uh, and I, I leap towards the spectator, and I'm gonna use. Uh, one of my barbarian abilities on my sheet to make this account- attack really count. I'm going to use Reckless Attack, uh, mm-hmm. which allows me to have advantage on uh, melee weapon attacks using strength. Um, but then next turn, uh, attack rolls against me are going to have uh, disadvantage until my next turn. Or, or sorry, they're going to have advantage against me until my next turn. All right, so that uh, will... But that'll cancel out my disadvantage and just let me roll one die. Exactly. Plus the bless. I feel good about this. You didn't want to use your, like, rage or anything? Well, I'd, I'm saving that just in case we need it later. Um, I got a 14 uh, plus 4 is uh, 18. That hits. All right. And then my damage is... That's maximum damage. I got 12 plus 4 is 16. Oh, you take a big chunk out of this guy. He is not looking good. Do I need to roll anything to stay out of the fire? Um, Roll a dex save. Okay, that one's going to be a disadvantage, though. You're still getting uh, blessed. Um, uh, well, okay. I, I mean, it's a three total with the bless, but I got a critical fail. Uh, yeah, you're on fire. Okay. Three of us are on fire. <laughs> oh, no! The pain! Oh, the pain! You actually take the damage at the start of your next turn, so you don't take damage just yet. You're just on fire. Okay. Oh, you just need to get out of the fire before the start of your next turn. Well, you need to not be on fire anymore. Yeah, same thing. She can't move when it's not her turn. Hang on. Gwendolyn's too brave to run away anyway. She stays in the fire. Whoa, cool. Riley, it's your turn. Hmm. So I'm still casting Bless on everyone, and it has been helpful, so I don't want to do a different concentration spell. Um, the, the fire elementals, you know, he's he seems, you said he was angry? Yeah. He was categorically angry? I did say he was angry. Yeah, Riley shouts out, we got, if we can get rid of this uh, spectator, um, I'll be able to calm the emotions of the other, of the fire elemental. But like, if I calm his emotions and then we see, he sees us beating up his friend, it'll undo the spell. So we need to finish beating up his friend before we try to calm him down. And so with, with that in mind, she's going to, um, throw a javelin and she's just going to huck a javelin at the, um, uh, spectator. Sure. Roll an attack. Whoa. And I got with my javelin throw a 16. All right. That hits. Hell Yeah. And I don't break my concentration, so you're all still blessed. Uh, I get a d6 plus three. 
Five uh, javelin damage. Um, Please explain to me how you take down this spectator. Whoa. Oh, heck yeah. That was enough to take him down? Um, yeah. Then yeah, I think she, she sort of clip-clop gallops a couple feet forward, reaches back with her right arm, hurls the javelin, uh, hits him right. She said he has like arms like with eyes on the end of him. Mm-hmm. And one big eye in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, she hits him right in the big middle eye. Oh, man. And he screams. Yeah. And uh, falls down and is set on fire because the grease below him is on fire. There you go, Chester. That's some great role playing, Lake. Good job. Now we're cooking. All right. Oh, yeah. That's great. We are back to the top of the initiative. It is Errol's turn. Take five damage because you are on fire. Ah! So you can use an action to put the fire out, or you can let yourself burn and do other stuff. I guess I'll put out the fire on myself. All right. You you successfully do so. I don't think you have to roll for that. I think it just happens. Yeah, I think the idea is it, like, wastes your turn. Like, the consequences, you gotta spend a turn doing it. That it did! On to the next person! Wait, can, uh... Can the weasel attack? Not if I use my action to put out the fire. <laughs> oh, man, but the weasel's a whole different thing. Because the weasel's not on fire, right? Who's on fire again? Uh, I believe Me, it is I am you. on fire. Ouch. Yeah. Gwendolyn and Errol. I mean, Errol's not on fire anymore, but... Oh, and I am, right? The pain! Yeah. Ouchie! All right, it is the fire elemental's turn. Uh, he's going to make an attack towards uh, Guy and one towards Riley. Oh, no, my concentration spell. Uh, Mrs. Riley. Hell yeah, 17 armor class, baby. Uh, but rolls a 23 to hit Guy. Yeah, my armor class is 12. Yeah. So, uh, you take 9 fire damage. Oh no. And now you're on fire. Okay. Um. You have to roleplay it, Chester, roleplay it. Oh no, I'm on fire. I wish I wasn't on fire right now just because this is not a good time. Tell me about it. Ouchie. The pain is incomparable. Now, Juniper, Juniper, you could really do to listen to what Chester's portraying in his whole on fire situation. You gotta listen, just follow what Chester's doing. Maybe we shouldn't give notes to other performers, you know, like, I, I think you just, I, she's trying really hard and I think she's doing a great job. Oh, thanks, Chester. I mean, also, while we're talking out of character, I think we should try to limit how much we talk out of character, because oh, yeah. I know I've got to edit this thing for your show, Chester. You asked me to, to help with the editing, and I've never had to edit one of these before, but I imagine if people are always talking out of character, it'd be just really, really frustrating and annoying to try and deal with that audio after the fact. Just a hunch I have. You're right. You're right. Elliot, can you uh, pass me the Twizzlers, please? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, it's it is Wilton's turn, and I think is everybody on fire? Not me, except okay. Riley's not on fire. Uh, I, I distinctly took my whole turn to undo that. This is true. Um, I think Wilton is going to pat out the fire on Gwendolyn. Ah, thanks, Wilton. He's being helpful. I mean, oh, thank you, Wilton. I'm not on fire anymore. I think not. Ouchie. Indeed, you are not. You are very welcome, madam. Uh, and now it's Guy's turn. That was some good role playing. Okay, <laughs> this gu- fire guy is really causing some trouble oh, for- Oh, also take five damage because you're on fire. Oh no, that's me. Okay. Okay, this fire guy is causing some real problems for Guy Fiery. So I think you said that there's this portal behind him? 
what happens if I like try to like rush this fire guy with my character Guy Fiery and try to like push him back into the uh, into the hole and try to keep him down there? Uh, he is immune to grappled, so I don't think you'll be able to push him. Oh man, this is a real tough cookie of a to crumble. Okay. Um. If you want to try and get through the portal, I got I got something. I got something for the fire element. I go into the portal? Okay. Yeah, I'll... Because uh, that's what we're trying to do, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run towards the portal. I'm going to uh, ignore the fire guy. I'm going to go run around him. I'm like, I'm Guy Fiery. You can't get me, fire. Um, are you disengaging then? Because otherwise he'll get an attack of opportunity. You know what? I think you just go for it. All right. I, I'm going to go for it. What's he going to do? Uh, miss, apparently, so it doesn't matter. Well, good luck for Whoa. me. Th- th- this is some good role-playing by me. Good job, Jester. Okay, I- and I go into the portal. Can I? Um, I mean, you're on fire, and the yeah. portal... I was kind of hoping that it would be, like, at the end, after everyone was all done with the fight, that they would all go through the portal together, and then I would, like, figure out what was in the portal for the next session. Um. Oh, okay. Um... Is that true to life? When do any of us stick together as an entire group and not go through the portal? Yeah, it's like our whole steez. I mean, if you want to go through, you can. It does lead to the elemental plane of fire. Oh. This is a lot like life. I mean, we, we, we're we always five steps away from jumping into a portal to the fire dimension. How much more on fire can I get? That's a good point. Hi there. Uh, Juniper here, once again, editing the PCAST for Chester. I think I've done a pretty good job so far. Uh, There's more episode after this, but first, I need to quickly thank our sponsors. This episode of The Factual Play was brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. Alberta Blue Cross understands that running a small business is tough, and they understand that business owners in Alberta are busy. Let Alberta Blue Cross give you peace of mind with a group benefit plan. They offer health, dental, life, and disability coverage for your employees. Alberta Blue Cross group benefit plans are easy to manage anywhere, anytime, and on any device, so uh, it makes it easy for you and your employees to access. To learn more and to explore your options, head to ab.bluecross.ca. This episode was also brought to you by Taproot Edmonton. Want to start your day informed? Check out The Pulse, Taproot's daily news briefing. The Pulse tells you what you need to know about Edmonton every weekday morning. You'll get short, informative updates about what's happening at City Hall, plus coverage of business, tech, food, the arts, and more. You'll also get a little bit of whimsy from features such as A Moment in History and the weekly podcast pick. And it's free! Sign up today at taprootedmonton.ca slash pulse. That's taprootedmonton.ca slash pulse. We'd also like to thank our sponsors at the Alberta Media Arts Alliance Society, whose goal is to advocate, educate, and celebrate the media arts in Alberta. Check them out at amaas.ca. And we're also proud members of the Alberta Podcast Network, who have a ton of amazing, locally made shows over at albertapodcastnetwork.com. This is the final episode of Weird Gravity Plays D&D, but before I get you back to the action, it it looks like we have one final sponsor, uh, something called Quantum Kickflip? Sounds like a slug blaster thing, so I'm not super familiar with it. Anyway, whatever Quantum Kickflip is, uh, they'd like everyone to know that they'll be announcing the start of Season 2 very soon, so you should subscribe to them on your favorite podcatcher and follow them on social media so you don't miss the big announcement. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Uh, enjoy the rest of the episode. All right, Craven, take five damage. Okay. You're on fire. I'm on fire. Mm-hmm. You've been on fire right. this whole time. Yeah. 
but I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on fire because of my move because I still have the flower in my hand, right? Right. So I'm gonna throw it on the grease. Uh, okay. Does that does that hurt the elemental? Um, I mean, I think we were gonna try and use it to hurt the spectator, but now the spectator's gone, so. You're just getting more fire on fire now. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. It it explodes the way fire does on a on a fire, but because he's made of fire, right? He's made. It of doesn't fire. do any damage. Okay, can I stab him? Because yeah, sure, roll the stab. Okay, get him. That's uh, that is an eighteen plus six is a twenty four. That hits. Nice. Okay, uh, and I'm gonna roll uh, d four, and that's a. One, so I did five damage. All right, you, uh, again, you stab him. You, do you have a magical dagger? Um, what, how can I make it magical? Uh, you, <laughs> there's, some spells allow you to do it, or there's certain abilities, like monks have abilities, but you're not a monk. Um, or you can just, like, find a magic weapon, but, uh. Search for a magic weapon. Would have been good for me to, to put a magic weapon in here for you guys. Um. Okay, can I say that, um, that I have a magic weapon um, as a as an heirloom from my past, um, we kind of need to establish that kind of thing before we actually start the game. Wait, are you saying that there's an heirloom in your tragic backstory? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's in the past, so it was before we got here, right? I think if you really give us a detailed description of of what that tragic backstory is, and uh, you know why you'd have this heirloom, I I mean, maybe maybe Elliot would reconsider, but you'd have to really lay us out like what exactly. Your, 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 this backstory you prepared was. Yeah, totally. I have it here um, on um, one side of this character sheet. Uh, hang on. Hair black, eyes black. No, that's not it. Um, yeah, so in his uh, tragic backstory, uh, uh, so Craven grew up with elves because he's an elf and um he had a family because when you grow up you you usually have a family um but he doesn't now because of and and they had the dagger and they had the dagger and the dagger was magical because they used the dagger to um, what kind of magic what school of magic is it uh uh stabbing uh and whoa what kind of elves were they were they like high elves or wood elves like they were they like they were like they were elves did you, uh, they uh, were Knightly. Their last name was Knightly because Craven's last name is Knightly because they were a family. Okay, I guess I don't. There's nothing on the back of your sheet except. No, I, I got I, this. Um, so uh, the, he uh, grew up with a family, and they had a dagger from a, a, a battle. Uh, and the other guys, uh, the other guys were um, uh, 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 dwarves, and and the dwarves were like, "That's our dagger." Um. But, but it was a family heirloom, and hang on. Oh. So when when we were at my house and I was coming up with the whole bit, we were writing our backstories together, and I was like, oh, she's like, she's a centaur, but she's also a mermaid. And we were like, what, what were you writing? What was I writing? Yeah, when we were hanging out, prepping for this. Um, I drew this picture of Craven. Elliot, I don't think he has a backstory. Yeah, uh, um... I don't know. I, it sounds like that's a pretty good story to me. I, I'm enthralled. I'm gonna say right now it's Gwendolyn's turn. Okay. <laughs> Dang it. Gwendolyn, you are not on fire because Wilton put you out. Right, okay. And now would be Am a I good... Am I still confused? No, you're not confused anymore. I believe that has ended. 
So I think you're uh, you're just poisoned. Okay. And the spectators down mm-hmm. and all that's left is the fire elemental and mm-hmm. and that's it. Yep, that's right. Um, I don't have any magic weapons either, though. So, um, w- what can I see in this room? Uh, not. Do I need to roll a perception? I mean, you you can, but I'm going to tell you right now, there's not much in here. It's it's like a cavern, right? And it's made of cooled magma, so there's like, like it's rocks. Hmm. And there's no no water sources or anything. No, I'm afraid not. Um. Hmm. Can't put out the fire. I don't have a magic weapon. I think looking around and, and feeling powerless to do anything about her situation, Gwendolyn starts to feel anger bubbling up inside her. She starts to, oh, yeah. to really just feel this frustration at this whole situation and, and not yes. having anything to do. And it yes. it overtakes her. And she cries out with a, a, a great, powerful warrior cry of... Ah! And I'm going to use reckless attack again to to hit it without disadvantage. <laughs> oh, come on. Juniper. Just like go into a rage, please. Please just go into a rage. Okay, but if I need to rage three more times after this, I'm going to be really upset. Gwendolyn starts raging. And uh, so she has rage damage that she can deal out. Uh, she's still going to use reckless attack to cancel out her disadvantage. And she's got resistance to a, a bunch of stuff. I can also do something called a frenzy, where I can make an extra attack as a bonus action. Um, so I'm gonna do all of that stuff. Uh, so I swing my great axe, which is not magic, at the fire elemental, uh, and it's a uh, 10. 10 doesn't hit, I'm afraid. But I use my frenzy to make a single melee weapon attack as a bonus action, and that one is an 18. That hits. Amazing. Okay, so then I'll roll my damage. That's 11 plus 4 is 15. And then also I get my rage damage, and that's um, a plus 2. So that's 17 altogether. Amazing. Whoa. That's awesome. Like I said, it doesn't do quite as much as you would like, but it still does a, a pretty hefty amount. Nice. I did attack him with my great axe, which means I had to get in melee range. Do I have to roll anything to not be on fire? Uh, it, did you avoid the greasy square? I mean, he's in the greasy square, isn't he? No, he's next to the greasy square. I still think Gwendolyn's not very smart. She's got pretty low intelligence, so she probably didn't avoid the greasy square. All right. Hey, wh- I guess you're on fire. What? Hey, no. Oh, no. Just, just, Ouchie. <laughs> 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 never mind. Never mind what I was going to say. All right, Riley, it's your turn. Um, okay, so he's the last one left and I've been reading I've been this is my favorite spell that I picked and I, I think it's going to work as, hopefully. Well, if it doesn't, we can keep hitting him. Um, but I have I have calm emotions um and uh basically as long as this guy as long as we don't hit him anymore and we don't he doesn't he doesn't see us hitting his friends, we might be able to make him less hostile. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to attempt to suppress strong emotions in a group of people. Uh, oh, each humanoid in a 20-foot radius. Would you consider him a humanoid? Uh, um, yes, actually. Well, it says a faint humanoid shape. Ooh. So, is wow. that like a save or? Yeah, make a charisma saving throw. Uh, six. Six does not beat my spell save DC of 13. All right. Hey, hey. 
hey, calm down. Hey, calm down. It's it's okay. You you just came out of this portal, and you're 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 probably scared, and you probably don't know what's going on. But I promise, it's it's gonna be okay. You're here in the magma mountain now. Uh, the the fire elemental doesn't understand you. I'm gonna say that right now. But the sound of your voice is like very soothing and nice. That's true. Uh, That's very true. And kind of like cocks where its head would be. Uh, and and looks at you. You assume it sort of looks down, looks at looks at what would be its hands, looks at everybody on fire, and kind of just like drops its hands. Yeah, he's he's going from uh, uh, hostile to indifferent. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Hey, why don't you head on back into that portal there, big guy? He kind of looks around. Like I said, he can't understand you, and just sort of starts wandering, like turns away from you all. And starts wandering around. Uh, Riley does like a like a like a yes gesture. The power of of talking it out and friendship. Yeah. And then both Riley and like I'm doing right now make a little peace sign and smile. And then I'm gonna move away from him because I don't want to get on fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you're you're left with this portal. Uh, guy has already gone through. What do you what do you rest of you do? Uh, I put myself out. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. Thought, I thought that would be Gwendolyn stays on fire. She's too angry to put it out. Can I can I try to help Gwendolyn put out her fire? You can, but she'll be mad about it. <laughs> oh, I, I'd say I want to use calm emotions on you too, but I'm all out of second level spell slots. Um, I I use my my sort of if we're outside of initiative, I I, I put Gwendolyn out by taking the oh I use shape water. I have a cantrip where I can shape water, and so I take water out of my water skin. And I make it like a blanket, like, you know, when firefighters rescue people, they wrap them in that, like, silvery blanket. Mm-hmm. It's that, but it's uh, shaped water. Nice. What did you go and do that for? I Thank you, like, that was really helpful. I just, Gwendolyn's in a rage right now. No, you're doing a really good job role-playing. I love it. Thank you. But she hasn't rolled anything. Mm. All right, uh, you stand in front of this massive, one might even say impossibly large ring of magma. And you can so see... So evocative, Elliot. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was a really good description. Uh, That's really good. Thank you. And on the other side, you can see the vague outline of Guy Fiery and dancing shapes in the distance. Do you join him on this adventure? Yeah, go ahead and fall into it. W- what are we waiting for, guys? Let's go get Guy. Yeah, I'll heal you all on the other side. Let's go. Uh, and she gallops towards the portal. All right, here we go. I'm confronting my demons, all of them, and I'm going to emerge stronger because of it. I can't wait to find out what this story is. This is going to be so good when I find out. Yeah, I can't wait either. Gwendolyn runs after them angrily. Arrow gives Vestling a big hug, and then as he chitters, they run into the portal too. (laughs) Amazing. And the portal doesn't do anything. It stays there. It's, it's, you go through on the other side whoa 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 good job Elliot that was fantastic yeah that was great yeah it was awesome yeah it was fun thanks guys I loved all your voices thanks I've been working on it. you know who I which voice I liked especially you know which one I thought was like really really top notch hmm. the gnome guy yeah mm-hmm yeah. it was like a totally different person yeah skeletons were a close second though mm-hmm. skeletons were really good 
Uh, I realized pretty deep into that that I had turn undead, but I was having fun throwing water around. Blake. Hey, I, I, I play, I'm playing the role, you know, and she cares Give more about water. Give me that skull sheet. I want to see what you have. Yeah, check it out. Oh, Chester, did you need to do a sign off for your, for your factual play? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, um, thank you. Thank you, Nick. I was just so caught up in everything. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this factual play. I had to use an extra long cassette tape uh, to do this. And I hope you enjoy it. And uh, thank you. Bye-bye.